0: Hello, hello, hello. We are TNC the Premix back for episode
1: 20. Yes. 20 episodes. The haters and doubters, of which there were many, said we couldn't even get to episode five. And here we are, glowing.
0: And the five people that listen to this, we thank you.
1: Yeah, thank you very much. Please quit harassing me about what I say on this. (laughs) Um, I I get forgetful. Uh,
0: Yeah, episode 20, episode 20 brought to you by realestate605.com. And uh, Tyler, would you like to highlight a broker associate for us, please?
1: I have the perfect broker associate for any of the listeners. We are talking about my pal, Reed Johnson. Reed believes in customer service above all else. And he believes that every client deserves his full commitment and loyalty from the beginning stages. To the closing and beyond, for more than 29 years, Reed has been listing and selling homes in Sioux Falls, as a realtor and an investor. Mm-hmm. His knowledge, his experience, his integrity, and his excellent negotiating skills to his clients—they have earned him the trust and respects, respect of his clients and peers. Reed Johnson, the Swiss Army knife of selling real estate in the 605 in the in the Sioux Falls area. I recommend you give him a call. Maybe you shout out DNC the premix. He'll probably know what we're talking about.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um and that's- like Tyler said, uh if you want to get a hold of Reed or look at everybody else from the team, or just uh, get in touch and talk some real estate and see what your options are and, and talk it over with them about your housing and possible renting or selling. Buying, listing, whatever, um, you stop by again at realestate605.com. And with that, let's get into it. Let's, let's go.
2: Bang, bang, bang.
1: How's it going
0: not too bad uh what's uh what's what's on, what's what's going on with
1: the head I'm uh, losing situation? my mind. it is four thousand degrees outside, and I can't stop sweating. You look like a camel salesman that's what I was going for. <laughs> this is a t shirt wrapped around my head like I'm not gonna say the word, but uh a traditional Mid East Middle Eastern head wrap. I look like Yasser Arafat. And if you don't know who that is, Google him. That's what I'm good. That's the look I'm going for. We live in the fucking desert, apparently. It is three thousand degrees outside. I've had myself a day, and this is what I wanted to wear on the podcast.
0: How uh
1: how 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 was your day, Tyler? My Tuesday, Cody, has been slightly better than a Monday. Cuz Monday some bad things happened too. But today, today was no boy no free your boy. Uh, the air conditioning broke in our office, which mm. which would be bad during normal times. Today when it was 97 degrees outside, instantly became the biggest problem I've ever tried to overcome in my life. It was 87 <laughs> fucking degrees in the office. 87 degrees. It's a fucking sauna. Oh. I had a mild breakdown <laughs> where I might have thrown a couple temper tantrums because I was not having a good day already. I was sweating profusely. I was like dripping sweat, sending emails. Like like a fucking Gatorade commercial. That's I was dying. And I I eventually just broke down. I went out into the warehouse. The warehouse is uh it's it's cooled, but it's not like Arctic cold, but it's right around like 65 degrees. I went out into the warehouse, I put a fan directly on me, and I moved my entire all my little computer and all my little phone, I moved that out to the office and I sat in the cool dark office for or the cool dark warehouse for about four hours. I, was react, I reacted poorly. I'm sure I'll get a stern email tomorrow reminding me about proper office etiquette. I will immediately delete that email. I might have threatened a couple air conditioning repairmen <laughs> if they didn't fucking show up today. So, yeah, we'll see how this plays out. And let's cap this off with, on Monday, it was also hot, but... I had AC, I was working hard, but uh, since we're in a little bit of a busy season, there was some pizza brought to the office, like, hey, you guys are working hard, maybe maybe you eat some pizza and we recover. Now, I'm not going to say where this pizza came from, let's just say it came from a gas station, rhymes with Racy's, and it was, it was del- I had two slices, two slices of this pizza. And it fucking cut through me like a hot knife through butter. So Monday was capped off by a very long day with me having what can only be described as the loosest bowels this side of whatever porn star we're talking about nowadays. Because I was fucking ruining toilets every like three minutes. (laughs) I couldn't do anything. I couldn't I couldn't walk. Like I was debilitated. And I just wanted to go home and they wouldn't let me. So the one bathroom, I just was running to the bathroom like every three minutes. And it was just hot, liquid, sad. And it fucking sucked. This whole fucking week, zero out of 10. I fucking hate the heat. I hate it. I'm losing it. I got a goddamn head wrap on. I'm also icing my ankle. Because there was a tragic incident last week that will not be talked about. It definitely didn't occur at work, if you're a work comp person. <laughs> and I definitely wasn't engaging in horseplay. And I definitely didn't think I tore my Achilles tendon. <laughs> it was... So I have I have an ice pack wrapped in sweatpants pressed against the back of my Achilles tendon right now. And... I'm fucking losing it, dude. Episode 20, the whole world's falling apart and it's taking me with me. It's taking it with me. Taking me with it? There we taking go. Taking you with, with it. it. Yeah. It. Yep. Got it. You're clearly distraught. <laughs> <just> wearing
0: <laughs> wearing a majority of your laundry <laughs> on your person yeah. right
1: now. Well, let me just paint a picture for you people at home right now. I am wearing a bro tank, uh, shorts that I took for my friend Michael uh one pair one pair of women's socks, uh an ice rat an ice pack on my Achilles tendon and a long sleeve t-shirt wrapped around my head. and also I am rocking a fresh spray tan. You can't really see it right now, but I'm tan as fuck people. That's right, your boy got a spray tan. Nice. I look nice. beautiful. I
0: always I always thought that it was weird. Um, When you brought up having Mike shorts, I always, always thought it was weird when like girls would like exchange clothes and stuff and guys don't do that in the same way necessarily. <laughs> it's more like if an article of clothing gets left somewhere it, um, yep. and then it, it just kind of, you know, just finds its way into your pile of clothes and then you wash it and then it's just kind of like yours until yep. it can be returned. I had a similar experience when I left uh, my 2008 Miller High School football shirt that had my last name on the back of it. And then Freet had it. And let's just say when I was in high school, I don't know if they did this at your high school, but when like chicks liked you, you would like let them wear like your football shirt or something like that that had your name on the back. I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, I didn't have a lot of girls lining up to wear my Jersey or wear my uh, shirt with my name on the back. So when free was wearing it, I believe he still has a shirt to this day. Yeah. Um, like deep down, it kind of made me feel like proud yeah. that, that free wanted Look, to wear it.
1: So. I got the, pre- I got the prettiest girl at the ball wearing my shirt. <laughs> yeah, no, that's exactly how like, yes, there's just random articles that like, you know, your friend takes a sweatshirt off at your house Like, you're running out the door and you're like, oh, should I need a sweatshirt? You see it sitting there, you grab it. That just becomes yours. Uh, These shorts, I had to, a couple weekends ago, uh, there was a party at my friend Michael's house, Michael and Cam's house, and and Jay Will. There was a party. I was wearing cut-off khaki pants because I'm just a walking white trash nightmare right now. And uh, I was like, fuck, I would really like a pair of shorts. And Michael's was like, oh, here you go. They're just mine now. There's mine. That's how it works. And you know what? I'm not going to apologize. They're very comfortable. And they're allowing for a lot of breathability, which is what I need right now. The, baby, the, uh, the gold, gold, gold powder. What am I thinking of? Why am I drawing a blank? Gold bond. Whew. The gold bond I'm rocking right now. Uh, not the flavor I typically go with, which is the uh, mentholated kind. This is like some oatmeal oatmeal gold bond. I don't know. I'm rating it a good zero out of 10. Mm. I-, I was a panic move. I got out of the shower. And I was like, I need something for this. And it's what I had close.
0: I did slap on some uh, monkey butt powder, just kind of. Powdered the boys this morning yeah this is like the hottest it's been this year thus far at least my experience like when i came back from north dakota yesterday and i got in and like my pickup was saying like 100 degrees when when i got in yesterday and i literally was probably outside for like i don't know 15 or 20 minutes and i had a bro tank on and like i sunburned the back of my neck and like my shoulders like was yeah wasn't out there hardly at all but most of the time i don't I'm always in like a long sleeve shirt, like FR shirt for work. So yep. my body doesn't see the sun and I'm yeah. very, uh, like pasty Scandinavian, fair skin. Oh yeah. So freckles, a lot of freckles up in these yeah. shoulders. Yeah. The sun, sun cuts, cuts me, cuts
1: me deep. Yeah. That's why I, I, the whole last two days have not been good for me in between, in between the poops, the heat, everything's bad. But yeah, I was, I was wearing just a t-shirt today and it was one of those, like, uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's like one of those soft t-shirts, if that makes sense. Like, uh, like kind of like the thinner material. And I was, I absolutely crushed that t-shirt. Thank God I had a spare t-shirt in my car because I had to swap that out and I was not working hard enough to have to swap on a t-shirt. That's for goddamn sure. And yeah, I am not a fan of the fucking heat Uh, every year. This happens. I, I forget that it gets hot much like in three months, I'll forget that winter happens. Like, and it just totally takes me, takes me by surprise. So like I walked out this morning and it was already like 75 degrees and I was like, the fuck is this? And yeah, no, I'm not doing well. Give me like a two week adjustment period and I should be okay but I'm going to be flipping out for the next two weeks. I'm like when a dog, like, you know how, like a dog, when the seasons change, like loses its winter fur and goes to its summer coat. That's basically what I'm doing right now.
0: Yeah. Our, our dogs are like mulching. Like it's, it's really bad. Uh, Yeah. We have a 150 pound German shepherd, which, uh, German Shepherds are not supposed to be that size. He's enormous. He's also becoming a giant fat ass. Um, but he's he's shedding like a motherfucker. And Pete Jesus. is our Great Pyrenees. He's probably like one forty-five. So we got about we got three hundred pounds of dog that are just shedding like a that's absolute a, that's son a, of a bitch in, in the
2: house. That's a so bunch of
1: beefcakes. Yeah. Yeah. God, I identify with that one hundred and fifty pound German Shepherd so much right now. I'm just <laughs> I, I'm. I'm a little bit pudgy right now. I'm constantly just like running around clawing at doors. I don't quite know what's happening, but I don't like it. And you know what? I don't care. I just don't care anymore. I want it to not be fucking hot, though. Is there just a place in the world where it's like 72 degrees? It's like year round.
0: I don't know don't know. There's there's got to be some place that has like a mild like a mild climate. I think if you go to like a mountainous place because my um I got a buddy uh shout out my buddy Ryan from uh from Wyoming. He lives like by like Jackson Hole or Jack everybody just calls it Jackson. Um <laughs> so where all the cool cool kids are. I was going to say he, sounds he cool, I wanna when, go. He he hates it when you say that cuz it's like um like a lot of Wyoming is obviously like rural and like, rural. Uh, I don't even know how to describe it, but like a lot of the, the hot, like the, the hot cool kids uh, live in Jackson and they go there snowboarding yeah. and, and skiing and stuff. But to circle back to my main point <laughs> <laughs> is, is that uh, like none of those fuckers have air conditioning in their house. I die. Because uh, like in the, in the summertime when it gets like kind of warm, they just like open the windows and because they're like in the mountains or whatever, it's, it's typically like the, it's they have a nice
1: cool hot. breeze.
0: Yeah. Cause like, I don't know. I, I got heat stroke a couple times when I was like a, a younger, younger man. And uh, if I start getting too hot, I'll just start getting migraines and just start puking everywhere.
1: Yeah. I say I am literally, I'm not made for, I'm not made for these temps. That's just a hundred percent what it is. I am not, I sweat far too easily. And that's not just me being pudgy. Like, that's just like an affliction my family has. We're sweaters. My dad, not pudgy at all. That motherfucker moves. He's sweating. So if you introduce me to just a little bit of an out of my comfort zone client, like temperature, I'm perspiring.
0: I never used to be much of a sweater. Um, But when I, like, in 2011 I was like 189 pounds I am now like 265 pounds so that might have something to do with it I'm not a scientist um but but, uh like I will just like just be standing sitting whatever and yeah like I'll, i can i can just sweat just breathing now and it and you add this 100 degree temperature and if i'm trying to like do anything outside it's just complete yeah. drenched
1: there, sweat. uh i know i shout out shout out my working career at target i know i did that last episode but the uh i just gotta the first day i like worked there they put me on cashier and I was wearing, I was wearing, you know, whatever, like the target red. And I had like an undershirt underneath it. And the combination of, I was right by the door. So the door kept opening and the heat was blowing in. Cause this is like the end of summer. So it's like August. Don't so the door makes- kept, Goddamn dogs. <laughs> you guys want to go to the dog park? Gonna <laughs> Get them riled up. But I'm standing right by the door. The heat's blowing in from the hot South Dakota, August wind. Uh, I'm wearing, uh, two shirts. I'm wearing like a red polo and like an undershirt. Cause I didn't want, th- I didn't want the chess pubes to play that day. Mm. And there was a couple girls at the ca- customer service, uh, checkout. So I'm already a little nervous. Plus, I don't know if you've noticed, I'm not very good at math. <laughs> and even if I have a fucking calculator in front of me, I'm just like, if you give me a $20 bill and like your tabs, like, or like, your checkout thing is like 1436 I, I would just stare blankly at you like I don't know I don't know how to make change I've never had to worry about it I usually pay with a card
0: 564
1: <laughs> now how dare you <laughs> <laughs> but though all those factors played into me sitting at this cashier thing just fucking pouring sweat to the point where one of the girls was like are you okay and I was just like Ugh. and then thankfully some middle management check on or middle management at target was like, we should not have Tyler as a cashier. Like we should maybe put him back near the frozen foods. It's horse shit. Yeah. That, I'm not good. I'm not good in heat. That
0: like, I, I know that. Uh, so I, I worked in retail, uh, quite a bit growing up and, uh, few different grocery stores and then like a sporting goods retailer that I mentioned before. Um, <laughs> now just like, like looking from like outside perspective, like if you've never worked that job before, it appears easy because you, you kind of just hang out there, but standing on a tile floor, not moving for an eight hour shift. Plus that's a long fucking time to just be standing on the tile. And then not to mention, If, if no one has ever worked retail or customer service, um, either like in a grocery store or in a restaurant or even in a bank, like anytime you have to mess with people's food or their money, it's just a, it's just a high stress situation. Like people get pissed off. They have to wait a little bit too long. Somebody brings you 10,000 coupons.
1: You're panicking. You're stressed. They're stressed. It's not, it's too damn hot and you're freaking out. And boom, you're sweating. And then that just adds to your anxiety because you're sweating. You don't want to be sweating, which makes you sweat more. And then you're just a fucking puddle and everyone notices. And you just try to to survive in advance.
0: Well, and Target is is a Karen hot zone too,
1: so that doesn't help. (laughs) Yeah, that's why they kept me away from them. I (laughs) fucking don't care, computer. Oh, my God. Go away. All right. (laughs) I fixed it, but uh, yeah, no, that was – the heat's heat's not great. Currently, my house, my air conditioning is set to 65. It's damn near chilly in here. Walking from outside into the TNT dojo is like entering the beer cooler at your gas station. It is cold. And the other part of TNT, the Tyler and Taylor dojo, is Taylor. He's a tiny – tiny man he's a distance runner there is no body fat on him I don't know how he survives in this Arctic climate but he's Good on here for a, playing ball yeah oh yeah there is no playing ball there is I will sleep in front of the fucking thermostat if it gets above 65 or 67 I'll bring the ruckus I ain't sleeping in this hot bullshit yeah I we be, I need to be cool
0: we we were um I had like the, the thermostat was set to like sixty nine in here, obviously nice nice, but uh it was it wasn't keeping up it was like seventy one inside the house, just running constantly, but Lily had all the blinds over, and the sun's just beating <laughs> inside the house, and yeah. I had to start closing some stuff up
1: <laughs> I was, it is uh what what day was it uh was it last Friday last Friday I came home from work and I shut all the blinds and just cranked the AC down and was just, like, laying in the living room. And uh, Taylor walked in, and it I'm sure he was like, oh, Tyler killed himself because I was hunkered down. I was in just my zone. That's all I wanted. I hate the sun. I hate warm. Ugh. I'm not doing great. Um, so...
0: Along like the whole like summer thing, we were, we're grilling today and we're going to grill some brats and I, first of all, do you like sauerkraut?
1: Uh, yes and no, if that makes sense. I don't like sauerkraut on like brats, but I like sauerkraut on pizza. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. If you get a, uh, me, I've, I've had this probably like five or six times there was this place last year where i was at for work it was me and another guy and like right by our hotel was like a, like a bar that did like crazy pizza specials and like to the point where it was like a large pizza for like five bucks mm. and i just like we were just like fuck it let's just try a bunch of them and we got one that was a meat lovers a meat lovers thin crust that I was had like sauerkraut as the base it was fucking delicious Like it was so good that I literally ordered it like the next day. It was just like, nope, let's keep this rolling. And that, that's how I like sauerkraut.
0: That's wild. I've never had it on pizza. I I like it on brats. The only problem is I was at the grocery store and I was picking up my ingredients and can they not make a like a small can yeah. of fucking sauerkraut? You, you have you to have commit to like my, a yeah. 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 You have to commit to a gallon of fucking <laughs> sauerkraut. It's like oh, well, I ain't gonna eat that whole thing, or else I'm gonna <laughs> shit my I'm gonna shit my fucking pants. Like I just I just want enough to cover a couple brats. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, and that's it. That's it's like they're like they're taunting you. It's like if I go to the store, I can buy just a little bit of miracle like mayonnaise. It's like it's like if they just jumped it up. It's like well, I kind of need some mayonnaise. Oh, you need three gallons of it. Like, I no, no, I don't. Yeah, they really do. It's not like I can't just buy a can of sauerkraut and just throw out half of it. I, you, they make you commit to two pounds of sauerkraut. That's just too much. Yeah. Like,
0: and like they had a, like a, like a can, like a regular size can, you know, like your normal size cans. I don't know how many ounces it is, but 12, like 16. your normal yeah, just like your normal size can. But that's too much fucking sauerkraut. I need like a like a little one, like the <laughs> like the little cans, like that the size of like oysters come in, or like the little yeah. cans that like
1: Vienna uh, sausages.
0: Yeah, something about that size would yeah. play. That's, I that's need, about enough. A couple forkfuls is yeah, about all I need, I need.
1: Four ounces of sauerkraut. and That's all. I don't need all of this. I don't know why sauerkraut's one of those things like they apparently they just have to sell it industrial sized.
0: Maybe it's just so cheap that they it costs them more money to make a can than you put it inside. of yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it,
1: there's got to be there's got to be some breakdown. I'm not even sure what fucking sauerkraut is. That's a good point. Cabbage,
0: I think so. Sounds good. <laughs> sure.
1: Don't do not come <laughs> to us for facts. <laughs> What's that food you guys eat? Uh, spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I mean I've put many
0: things inside my body without knowing what the fuck it was
1: so. yeah. i also uh uh also threw on a couple couple dogs on the old grill. They were delightful uh, i went I went jalapeno dogs mm. with some with some pea jack cheese mm. a little bit of hot sauce whoo delightful
0: kind of steering into the skid of shitting your pants that's <laughs>
1: exactly. I think at this point everything's making me shit my pants so I'm just going to eat whatever I want and then just wake up six times throughout the night with crippling stomach pain. <laughs> oh man. That's I also I made I made three of them and I went two no bun one bun and I'm pretty sure the white bread is what's absolutely just eating my insides. But you know what? It was delicious. Um, also Pepper jack cheese on the hot dog. Whew. that's that's a move.
0: I've never, I've never, never done it on the hot dog, but pepper jack is definitely like, if if not my favorite cheese, definitely the
1: top, top two, top three favorite. Top cheeses. three, yeah, I say. I think I'm going to put P. Jack as probably, probably one or two, because it's an elite cheese. I'm sorry, I'm not into all that fancy, stinky bull kind of cheese. But P Jack, you throw a P Jack, you little P Jack on the charcuterie board. Whew, your boy's eating a lot of dry, a lot of meats with that P Jack. Maybe a couple I, club uh, crackers.
0: Do you venture as far to go habanero Jack?
1: I have. There used to be you used to be able to buy habanero Jack uh, like string cheese. Mm. Yeah, your boy got your boy got into it for a while. <laughs> your boy got that that nice heat and dairy. Yeah, that's how you make a strong body like this. It's <laughs> probably why I sweat doing anything, but yeah, whatever.
0: Um, uh, not, not to get away from our uh, sweating and pooping and eating. Swe- sweating,
1: pooping, and cheese talk.
0: <laughs> I, do, I do have a few things on my list. Um, did you watch the UFC uh, fights last week?
1: I did. Um, uh, I watched probably four of them. Okay. I was taking a little taking a little nap.
0: Yeah, i i watched a watched a couple of them. Um, they were actually some pr- pretty good fights. I saw the re. Yeah. I didn't see it the night of, but I, I watched it like the day after. Yeah, I was like, ESPN saying, 2.
1: I would say I was I was watching them and I was sending you snaps because I was like, God yeah, damn, we got some brawls going on.
0: Uh, um, I, I wanted to talk about the Gilbert Burns and Tyron Woodley fight. Um, I don't know how I didn't know. Who uh Gilbert burns was but he I mean he's I think he's um
1: uh I think his records was, was what
0: he's nineteen and three
1: yeah um, like he kind of came out of came out of nowhere for me too
0: yeah I mean he's he's been around for a long time he he um the last few fights that he's taken has been on like short notice where they like needed somebody and he's yeah. like yep nope I'm in and then he's like he's won those fights and then he's slowly just won and uh they were telling the story about um, like kind of how he got into jujitsu and got into MMA stuff. Like when he was a little kid, his uh, father owned like a, like a car repair shop. And I guess like he brought in his car and there was like a gi in the, in the back seat, And like, uh, I, I guess uh, Gilbert and his brother, like started like playing around with it. We're like, we're like fucking around with it. And then the guy's like, Oh, I'll, uh, I'll trade you three months of uh, jujitsu training for your kids. Um, you know, if you fix my car for free, the dad's like, okay.
1: Well, and then, <laughs> then I guess they just, they just fucking ran with it after that, which is kind of a which, crazy story. Yeah. That is nuts. Why did that never happen to me as a child? <laughs> yeah, Cause I would have played, if someone would have gave like six year old Tyler a fucking G I would have been like, well, this is the only thing I want to do for the rest of my life.
0: Yeah. They probably couldn't peel the the nintendo controller away from my hand long enough for me to do that at the time but yeah it's a cool story i mean the guy's the guy's a badass his brother is also a fighter um yeah like you know he um yeah 2011 he was a um a gold medalist in the in the 2011 world brazilian jiu-jitsu championship damn Um, you won a bronze in 2015 at the Abu Dhabi
1: Submission Wrestling Championship. I mean, Dude, that'd be so, that'd be so cool. Like to even just like that sounds like something they like make up in like a bad, like never back down. They're just like you go to the Abu Dhabi submission games. <laughs> that sounds so cool. I bet yes. there's like eight there's like Asian dudes smoking cigarettes being like, no, and they're just betting on it. Oh man, that sounds awesome. That's what I want to do.
0: Dude, I mean, uh, the welterweight division is, you know, pretty stacked with people, but that Usman-Gilbert Bur- or Gilbert Burns fight is... Yeah. It's, gonna it's to going watch. to be fun to watch. Gilbert's yeah. fucking good, because Tyron Woodley yeah. is an... A- I know, like, he, you know, kind of had a little bit of time off,
1: and he was, like, trying to get back into it and everything, but... But he's, like, he's still... He's a very well-known name. Like, casual yeah. fans know the name Tyron Woodley. like uh, Like, he's... He's a yeah, former very champion, good. defended yeah.
0: his title for a long time. He's got like one punch knockout strength as a welterweight. He's got is- tree trunks for thighs. Like <laughs> yeah, he's very, like, very literally. fucking explosive. Um, he was pretty uh, sure Tyron Woodley was like a gold medalist wrestler. You know, very uh, yeah. no, decorated yeah. wrestler. I mean, I, he's a hell of a fighter, and Gilbert Burns put on a, a clinic, more or less. Like he, yeah,
1: he I was. I want to well say in that fight, one with one of Woodley's fights a couple years ago. They did, like, the, you know, pre-fight, like, showing kind of what he, like, did to work out, and I want to say he was working out for, like, eight hours a day, <laughs> and, like, they were, like, showing him, like, doing, like, feats of strength, and him just doing, like, multiple backflips, like, just standing backflips, just like, yep, this, I can do this, just a freak athlete, and it does kind of, like, one of the things about UFC that kind of sucks is, like, but you, usually by the time that someone gets kind of big enough to be, like, holy shit, they're, famous as fuck they usually end up getting murdered by some unknown guy in the ring and that I mean because the the more fights you have to fight to get famous the more damage you take the old Chuck Liddell route and next thing you know you're just getting fucking pummeled I mean it happens to Chuck Liddell BJ Penn fucking Uriah Faber all these guys they get good enough and then they get dead and then, I mean, look at, I mean, how many famous heavyweights do we like? I mean, famous, like, light heavyweights that, like, we grew up with. That, I mean, Tito Ortiz, Randy Couture, I mean, all these big names. And then the last, like, five fights of their career, they just get murdered. And that's, I feel like that's kind of the route that Tyron Woodley's on, where it's just like, yep, you used to be fucking awesome, but you're a little old. Time's, time's, let time, time, father, time's undefeated. And now you get slept.
0: Yeah, I think, um, I think uh, in the welterweight division, I think Masvidal and uh, Nate Diaz might fight uh, again for like the, the bad, bad motherfucker or baddest Mm -hmm. motherfucker, uh, the BMF belt again, which I'm okay
1: with, which I am very okay with. Yeah. Yeah. Big time.
0: And then, Obviously, like after seeing like Gilbert's uh his little backstory and his lead up and like looking at everything and like seeing him as like a fighter and you know uh his record and everything, I'm excited to see him and, and Usman um fight for the championship belt for welterweight because it's much deserved for uh for Gilbert. And now that he beat Tyler yeah. Woodley, he's he's the number one contender. Yeah. So unless awesome. they try to do like a like a Colby Covington. Burns fight, it's it's got to be Usman. I mean, to me, it's it's time for Gilbert to get his chance to to fight. Because I think that was, I think that might have been his first main event fight. Was was just this one last week. Yeah, I'm not mistaken.
1: I, I say I knew he was kind of one of those like you would see him on the card and you'd be like, oh, all right. But yeah, I did I did not realize that he was like, holy shit, he's actually doing incredible. Mm-hmm. which was – because I was kind of – I kind of thought Woodley was just going to walk through him. And then – I did too. As soon as I started to do a little bit of research, I was like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck.
0: Yep. So, he, he definitely deserves his chance at the title. So, hopefully they make that happen sooner than later. Um, yeah. I, do you have the card pulled up? I do not. I can I, uh, try to pull it I, up quickly.
1: I was just say I didn't have, for some reason, it wouldn't let me pull it up on ESPN because I there was a couple fights that I wanted to talk about. Uh there was the, there was the lady ladies fight. uh with, I can't remember either of their names.
0: Um, was it the Mackenzie Dern and Hannah Cyphers? Yeah, was, was that the one the, where like,
1: did Mackenzie Dern win? Yes she did. There was also
0: the um the I don't remember I didn't see the um so I was watching part of I don't know. I can't remember. I was watching yeah. part of this and then there was like a news break on um or no, I was watching something else. Never mind. I don't know. But what I'm talking the, about. But the prelims understand. the um the Caitlin uh Chuhegan Chu Ch- versus the yeah. uh Antonina Shevchenko. They, call,
1: they call her like blonde fighter or something.
0: Yes. Yeah, that was yeah. the one. That was a ass whooping. So yeah. Caitlin Ch- Chukagan. Um I think she fought uh the other Shevchenko sister. And yep. the other Shevchenko sister just took it to Chukagan. And uh this fight, uh Chukagan just absolutely yeah. dominated Shevchenko
1: just, big time. Just hurt. Yeah, there was, there was that one. There was one of them where, God, I know the chick was wearing yellow. I cannot remember her name, but like she had, like she was pregnant like four months ago and then she fought and she. That's Dern, I, I think. She, yeah. Was that Dern?
0: Yeah. 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 Cause he, she was, I saw that too. When they were talking about it. She was like three months pregnant or, or she, she was pregnant three months later, came back and like fought and won, it. I think.
1: Yeah. That was, that was nuts. Because I was just, like, they were saying that, and I was just like, holy shit. If I gave birth, which I probably never will, unless science advances a lot, uh, and I choose to do so, because it's my body, uh, I'm probably be, I'm probably sitting on for like a year. <laughs> I'm certainly not, I'm not in fight shape in three months. That's for goddamn sure.
0: Well, I and think she that wore. was her first, I think that was her first, first kid, fight, and too. She, and... Uh, being a a married man that has had a wife that's had two kids, um, just outside perspective looking in, your body does a lot of fucking crazy shit to give birth, to prepare, and then to give birth to a kid, and then like yeah. the postpartum stuff, like after, like your body is all over the fucking place. Yeah. Hormones are all over the place. Like your your body is essentially tore up from, you know, pushing a child through. Yeah. You know, but a, a You know, when you dilate to 10 millimeters at the end, that is still not big enough to pass like a seven or eight pound baby. Like there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of ripping and tearing and uh, things that are going on down there. So to come back and and fight three months
1: after. And then win. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's, that's, that's fucking nuts.
1: Yeah. That was, that was crazy to me. Cause she won in like dominating fashion too. I want to say she, uh, knee, it was someone with a knee, like a knee submission, like a knee lock. Oh yeah, I, and then like in like the first round, she's just like, boom, I have it. Like, you're done. Yeah, she was, yeah,
0: at, uh two minutes, thirty six seconds in the first round submission um, beating Hannah Ciphers. Um, that was uh, performance of the night. Her they tied performance of the night with the main event with uh, Tyron Woodley and Gilbert Burns.
1: Yeah, there was there was that one that that one was crazy, and then. This one, I was trying – I was in the middle of – the guy's name is Spike, Spike Albrecht. Does that pop up on there? Uh, uh, Spike Carlisle? Spike Carlisle. Spike Carlisle. Spike Albrecht might be the bad guy from Little Giants. <laughs> <laughs> I know but, exactly
0: who you're talking
1: about. Yeah, but that, that, Spark Carlyle, that Spike Carlisle guy, uh, he came out, first of all, he's a pale dude with red hair with cornrows. So I immediately was like, oh, Conor McGregor. And the like the announcers, which DC, still looking fat as hell, <laughs> looking <laughs> real thick. But like they were talking, they're like, this guy, all he wants to do is get fight of the night bonuses he's fucking nuts he's swinging for the fences on everything and literally he comes out for like a flying knee like right away he is beating the shit out of this other dude and he's like throwing crazy crazy combinations at one point like the guy the sp- spike was on top and he was kind of grounded pounding uh whatever the, his opponent's name was and his opponent locked onto his arm and the spike guy like fucking picked him up with one arm and slammed him. And I was literally in the midst of snapping you to be like, holy shit, this spike dude's legit. Immediately gassed out and got his ass kicked. <laughs> just, just immediately. Like I, in the 11 seconds it took for me to get my phone out to be like, dude, this is, this guy's going to be awesome. Just fucking dead. <laughs> like It was so embarrassing. So I, that's why I should not be a UFC announcer because I'd be like, well, he's the greatest fighter of all time. Nope. Nope. Turns out you have to have a little bit of cardio. Yeah. Billy, Billy Cost- Quarantillo? Quarantillo, yeah, something like that. Beat him, yeah. yeah. I think it was in the third round.
0: Yep. Um, yeah. They said that it went the distance, so it was a decision. Yeah,
1: yeah no, but it was uh, – I think in the last, like, 20 seconds of the third round – 'Cause this spike guy, literally head I mean arms down, like walking forward, just a zombie. And that Costanello guy, whatever. Quarant- quarantillo. <laughs> quarantillo. Uh, that quarantillo guy just teed off on his face. If that fight would not win another 30 seconds, he wins by knockout. Like it was very, very it was just fun to watch. That was that was one of the last fights I watched, like, live. The other ones I caught up on the next day. But uh yeah, that was uh it was that was fun to watch. I wish that spike guy was better.
0: We're um we're gonna get the fights here for Saturday for the Amanda Nunez. uh is that uh oh it is two fifty, yeah. UFC two fifty. Yeah. Um I was okay. looking through the card. I honestly, besides Nunez, um uh, her fight, like I guess I know uh I know of uh, Cody Garbrandt, but yeah, don't really know who's fighting, and I don't really recognize a lot of people on the car. Like it's it's crazy how out of touch with UFC I have become. Like
1: I don't know, I don't know any yeah. of these fucking
0: people anymore. I was
1: gonna say there was there was a point a couple of years ago where it's like I was recognizing prelim fighters, <laughs> mm-hmm. and now it's one of those things where they're like, I I know it's on like the day before. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> The UFC. And then I, then I watch it and it's just like, yeah, I really enjoy this. I really enjoy this. And then I forget about it for like four days. Yeah. So
0: open invite, I guess, if you want to come. I know know you probably have plans, but um, a few of us are going to be over
1: here and watch, watch the fights. Both of you assume I make plans on the weekend. Mostly I just show up places and cause a scene. (laughs) And I'm really good at that. That uh, but be... that does, that does transition nicely into the old John Jones talk. Oh yeah. Cuz my our friend John Jones losing his fucking mind. He's went insane. I'm starting to think getting punched in the head is a bad fucking career choice for your sanity.
0: Yeah. I mean, I- I can kind of understand a little bit of the beef between him and Dana. Um, so, oh, yeah. From, from like, Yeah, so like from, from my understanding, a little bit of research and a little bit of articles and the, uh, some of the interviews and videos that I've watched, um, essentially John Jones wants to go up to heavyweight to fight Nganu, but because his contract was locked in as a light heavyweight, that he wants to reevaluate the contract and get paid more money. I believe he's currently five five million, like five, yeah, five to seven five million, million, five million uh, a fight per, I think I per saw, fight, which I believe is the third highest, like between Habib and mm, Connor, Connor, yeah, and I think John is number three, and he mentioned that he. He didn't want to get he didn't need to get paid Wilder money to fight, which I believe was thirty million. Thirty million. Yep. So I'm assuming he's wanting somewhere in the middle
1: between I was the five say, to I seven
0: think, to thirty. I don't know if I there think, was a number
1: mentioned. I think I read that he wanted fifteen mil. Mm. I think he said he came out and he was like I think like one of his tweets said, I'm not trying to make Deontay Wilder money. I'm trying to make half of Deontay Wilder's money which would put that at 15 mil, which I don't think you're going to get that, John. Sorry, bud. (laughs) And I could be wrong, but
0: I think, so from my understanding of how some of these have been structured, it's like you get a purse and your purse is that five, five million that he he was getting per fight, but then you also make a percentage or a certain amount of the pay-per-view. So if the pay-per-view sales are good, which most John Jones pay-per-views would be good, and you get a you get you get some sort of kickback or, or
1: percentage of sales on Percent- that. As yeah, well. I think it's a percentage. I want to say the uh, I think that's why K- Habib and uh, Conor made so much was because I think they both had negotiated in there like a. I know Conor makes a huge chunk of the pay per views because I I do believe Conor McGregor is probably the top draw of the UFC. It, I mean, everyone wants to watch Conor McGregor fight. He's that's why. That's what makes him Conor McGregor. He's a fucking champion trash talker, who normally puts someone to sleep with his fists, which people seem to be into.
0: Right. Yeah. So, you know, uh, because because John wants to make that fight happen, but he wants to get paid um, more money to go up to heavyweight and renegotiate his contract, and Dana's pretty much like not not wavering but then um john said something about how dana is like tarnishing his name or whatever and then dana's like (laughs) hey buddy (laughs) you've you've done a pretty good job of tarnishing your name on your own
1: that one made me laugh so much you know what like I,
0: i i do tend to like i i do think that john jones is is uh pretty cerebral and he's pretty like most of the time, when he says shit as as wild and crazy as it is, it's, he's usually in the right. But in that instance, is like, yeah, I mean, yeah. kind of got him there. <laughs> yeah, that, when you're pissing I mean, hot, you're, you can't stop drinking and driving <laughs> with guns, shooting guns while intoxicated. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. come on, that man. One.
1: Yeah, that one I like to think that like I feel like most celebrities have like publicity, publicist, public, publicist, publicist. Publicis. Publicis. There we go. Whew. It's Damn. goddamn heat, am I right? You got it. But, but uh, I feel like most of the times they're not in charge of like their own social media, and I feel like John Jones is in charge. Like he's like he has his mm. own password. Yeah, he tweeted that, and his publicist was just like, "No, please, God, no! Don't talk about tarnishing legacies, please, please don't do that, John." Uh yeah, that was just from everything that I was reading and stuff because. John Jones probably is my favorite fighter of all time. I, I consider John Jones probably the best UFC fighter of all time. I would agree. Uh, and like if aliens invaded earth tomorrow and they're like, put your champion against ours. I think we should probably put John Jones in there. Yeah, <laughs> and we, Steven be, Seagal, I think. Yeah. Well, obviously Steven Seagal. He's <laughs> Steven Seagal is probably the alien he has to fight. Are <laughs> <laughs> you certainly going to be a, like a mortal combat style ref, but, uh, there was uh, like, John Jones. Fuck, man! Do not give up your goddamn title. Just fight in the goddamn UFC. Like, quit pissing off Dana White. I I don't
0: know. Like, he he more or less said that um, he's willing to sit out or you know vacate his title because and yep. then force a, a contract renegotiation to get him back and, I mean. In times like this, when sports are are so far and few between, granted, there's, things are starting to come back. There's plans in motion to start to bring back uh, like like things with the NBA, potentially, which seems fairly bleak, but the like uh, the NHL,
1: um, the MLB stuff. Major, um, you know, they're, they're, I see it. Just from what I read, just because I do have this written down, and I did a little bit of research into it because... It sounds like the major. It sounds like Major League Baseball is kind of like they're debating over pay right now.
0: Yeah, there might be a not, lockout even. Huh?
1: Yeah, it sounds like the NBA is going to start July thirty first. The finals will be at the beginning of October. They're going to do a. I think it's twenty, twenty. Uh, no, sixteen teams. Sixteen teams are going to do a shortened regular season, some play-in games, and then the playoffs. Then the and then the finals. Which I wanted to talk about. Like, I don't know if like I'm a pretty big NBA guy and that really does interest me. I really do like watching, especially like playoff basketball. That oh, really yeah. does interest me. And I think there's gonna be a lot of players like who are coming back who are fucking ready for war. Like LeBron James is gonna be fucking rested. There's a real solid chance he plays every minute of every game and transcends to the greatest basketball player of all time.
0: No, that'll be That'll be cool to see. I heard there, I don't have the specifics, but I, I remember, um, like a shortened season playoff, um, different, like a playing series throughout a tournament style playoff type of thing for yeah. like hockey too. And they were talking about doing it in like two places.
1: Yep. Um, and I think like LA and like Toronto or something like that, I think is what I saw. Yeah. Cause I heard that they were, they started
0: out with like a list of places, um, like, I think there was like Pittsburgh, um, a few, a few other places. Um, but yeah, I don't know if they, and I heard, yeah, uh, Toronto and you say LA or, and then Vegas, I think it was another one, but yeah. Yeah.
1: So hopefully, hopefully that all works out too. Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm very, so, I'm very interested.
0: Yeah. And and aside, aside from like those things that are like progressing, the UFC has really been, you know, like really one of the only sports On that we've been able to to really watch so, being that John Jones is a big draw, um, it would be shitty, you know, for him to like walk away or, or, you know, vacate his title and not, not fight again. Especially in this time, I mean, as a selfish yeah. sports fan, Swiss I, mean, fan. I yeah. don't want that to happen. Um, which I do believe there is, you know, to to bump up to heavyweight to have the more risk to fight a larger, uh, stronger opponent, artist. You know, like potentially, you know, putting your health more at risk being in a uh, a larger weight class. Like I, I understand that, you know, obviously when he wrote that contract, he, this was a contract for light heavyweight, not yeah. for heavyweight. So I think it's valid. And I think that Dana was willing to negotiate to a point. And I just don't think that they're there. So it would be a shame if they yeah. can't work it out. But
1: I, I very, yeah, like you said, as a selfish sport fan. I'm going to be very sad if I never see John Jones fight again. And I, you know, Dana White is a fucking, he's a salesman. He, he wants to do this. Who knows if this isn't all a little bit of bluster. Who knows if this isn't a way to get John Jones just back in the spotlight. I hope it is. But I also, on the other hand, do kind of believe that John Jones, I think he thinks of himself as a, I think he's a little too big for his britches. Which is dumb to say, as the best UFC fighter of all time. Like he is a little bit. I think he's overselling his draw a little bit because there is a lot of people that do not like John Jones. Mm-hmm. There is a healthy portion of America that's just like, who the fuck's John Jones? Like, if I ask my mom who Conor McGregor is, my mom knows who Conor McGregor is. If I ask my mom who John Jones is, she has no fucking clue. And she has bought me John Jones clothing before.
0: Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they can figure that out because uh, uh jones fight at heavyweight would be awesome. And then awesome. and then that kind of opens up the door to John being heavyweight and being that Cormier's fat ass is not going to get back down <laughs> to light heavyweight ever, I don't think. So uh, uh, then, unless then, they then, like- then he'll be right there. And then I would like to see that fight again.
1: Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they're gonna let Cormier do fucking gastric bypass. <laughs> like, <laughs> he is, he is looking a lot, lot girthier, and goddamn quarantine got us all. Yeah, definitely
0: can relate to that.
1: Um, it was, it was real nice last year, like working outside, like fourteen hours a day, because like I could go to like bars and stuff, and it would be like seventy-five degrees. And I could just stand there and not sweat. And now that I am a soft office puppy that doesn't work outside anymore, dude, I'm dying. Like, like we were we were at an outdoor bar on Saturday. And I was, like, sitting there like, oh, can I get a glass of water? Oh, I just need a, maybe an ice wrap? Someone just missed me? Okay.
2: Um...
0: Did you see, um, last week, the, uh, SpaceX, uh, there, the Crew Dragon spacecraft, um, that the, the SpaceX that, uh, Elon Musk was, was involved with, um, that two man, uh,
1: First.
0: Yeah. 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 Well, yeah the, the Crew Dragon was like, the, it was a two man spacecraft and they, they docked at the space station on Sunday.
1: Yep. Um, First Americans launched from America in, I think, like 12 years or something like that. Which like is 10 cr- years Which is crazy
0: um, to think about. And I guess this is where my mind goes is that, like.
1: Oh, the, you're crackling so bad, bud. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Really bad? Really bad. I wonder what's causing that. Is it better now? It is better now.
0: Okay, um, I wonder. Still crackling?
1: Not as bad. It got real bad there for like a minute.
0: I wonder what the fuck. All right. Anywho, push past. <laughs> um, the the uh, what's crazy to me is that like we haven't docked anything to the space station in years, and it's like to make something here on Earth that you know. I don't know if there's a standard way to dock to the fucking station, but to build something yeah. perfectly so that it, you know, it connects and they knew exactly how to, you know, fabricate it and build it. It's just kind of, it's
1: mind it's, blowing.
0: Yeah. It's probably something stupid to think about, but I, you know, I guess when you got like fucking blueprints and scans and uh, you know, whatever, you got all the the stuff to build it, but it's just crazy that you can build something that perfectly can dock and connect to the, the space. That's station, a- but.
1: Uh, I, I watched this. I watched them take off. I was at Applebee's. <laughs> I was at Applebee's enjoying some mozzarella sticks when it went off. And it was one of those things where I'm sitting there like in an Applebee's drinking a dollar Long Island iced tea, eating mozzarella sticks, being like, dude, space is fucking crazy <laughs> because it's, it is nuts. They literally, a private company built a rocket that launched American astronauts for the first time in a decade and they launched them into space that and they could dock perfectly in space using fucking i'm assuming math that i will never comprehend and it just fits perfectly Like yeah holy shit
0: yeah that was my that was kind of my takeaway like and what that was we haven't done that in. fuck i closed the article because i think there was a video buffering i think that's what's fucking up my sound Um, but yeah, you know, had, had been however long since we've, we've done that. And now it proves that like, you know, Elon Musk's, uh, SpaceX venture, um, somewhat legitimate, you know, like, you know, the, is it, is the space station hovers like 200, 250 miles above the the earth or something like that, dude. So, I mean, it's not like we went to the moon,
1: but still we went, yeah, (laughs) it proves we could go back. Also, shut Damn. up, Brad. We did go to the moon. We did go to the fucking moon. <laughs> I, know you, I know you're I know you a goddamn, we didn't go to a moon guy. And if you're listening and you don't believe we went to the moon, fight me. Fight me in the fucking streets. We went to the goddamn moon.
0: I didn't realize that Brad was such a conspiracy theorist guy. He's really... He's really... Uh, full circle on that as a way yeah. he, he's, he's been hitting me with the youtube videos and the articles and uh there was, now he's now he's our conspiracy theorist friend yeah. so that's nice there was
1: there was we were at the library uh sometime last year and i damn near fought brad because we were arguing over if we went to the moon or not i was pissed and like, he, like the entire time, he's just like, "Dude, you just gotta watch the videos." I'm like, "Fuck your videos! We went to the fucking moon." <laughs> just getting agitated at a bar. <laughs> just like, "What, sir? Why'd you get in a fight with one of your best friends?" It was like, "Fucking moon."
0: <laughs> yeah, if you if you can edit a good YouTube video, you can convince Brad of anything. That's a fact.
1: Yeah. Which we got to start. We got to start working on our Brad give us hundreds of thousands of dollars YouTube video. I'll write that on my list. Yeah. Give all your money to your friends who have a podcast. Ooh. I'm hoping Um, he listens this when he falls asleep. (laughs) I'm going to incept Brad. So, uh, after watching
0: like the last dance docuseries, and and, I then it got me in the vein of watching sports documentaries and the the documentary lance about lance armstrong yep um came out and like the one thing i noticed um you know in the last dance is that uh like i'm uh i'm a michael jordan like a michael jordan fan like i think he's the greatest of all time um i do think that lebron playing is is uh you know he's he has the potential to you know keep putting up records and yep you know, further that debate, but you know, you can have the LeBron Jordan debate till the till the fucking end of time.
1: They're both they're crackling so much crackle, like an incredible amount of crackle. I like know. I could barely hear you crackle. Son of a bitch. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on. We'll
0: have to figure something out. Um. Anyways, what I was uh, yeah, what I was trying to uh, get at was that. One thing that I took away from the last dance was that um, Jordan was is kind of a dick, um, Yo, a yeah, a little bit. Um, and watching this Lance documentary about Lance Armstrong, I think Lance Armstrong is a larger dick.
1: dick. Oh yeah, Jordan. That's like I know the the quote that MJ had before like the last dance came out is he was just like this documentary is going to make people think I'm a way bigger asshole than they already do. And the thing that I took away from this Lance Armstrong one was like, Lance Armstrong is a way bigger fucking dick because he looks like an asshole this entire goddamn time. Yeah. Yep. He Like, like hard. Like they were, um,
0: the lady that was doing the interview um, with him in, in a majority of the documentary, when she was like talking to him, it, like she kept, kept having to like keep convincing him that like Lance you already admitted that you're wrong like just oh, just yeah. just ex- just expand upon it he's like Whoa. and he, <laughs> he he was like yeah. really struggling with like not being an asshole
1: uh, yeah. about everything which i like i do kind of, i kind of understood where he was coming from there cuz like yeah he admitted he was wrong but he kind of did it in like that roundabout like yeah i guess i'm wrong <laughs> And that's like, I wouldn't have admitted if I was wrong, if uh, you guys weren't forcing me to, and I I think he's convinced himself of his own legend in his head, which he has done. Like he did a shitload for cancer research. I mean, there wasn't a single person on the world that didn't have a fucking Livestrong bracelet.
2: Mm -hmm. And
1: even if, even if like $1 a piece went to the fucking cancer research, that's like 80 quintillion dollars for fucking cancer research. But you're a fucking dickhead, dude. Like him roasting. Did you see that part where you just roasted Floyd Landis?
0: (laughs) Yeah, he like he he went after Floyd Landis like really fucking hard. um, Yeah, because and honestly, like uh, so watching the part about Floyd Landis um, when uh, Floyd Landis won the Tour de France. Um. Was it the year after or two years
1: after uh, Lance Armstrong retired for it was, the first time? Yeah, it was something like that. It, I think it might have been the next year.
0: Because Lance was like, no American will win, will win the Tour de France if it's not me. Yeah. And then Floyd won. But then Floyd, and I think because Floyd won, there was a little bit of a probe that got put into him that might have been kind of enforced by Lance Armstrong to prove that he was doping.
1: Which fucked Lance Armstrong.
0: And once he exposed that Floyd was doping, it, well, the funny thing about it was, okay, so from what I learned in the documentary was Floyd Landis was doping, but everybody else had been doping like the entire time. Any of the yeah. top writers were essentially all involved with yeah. cocaine, steroids, testosterone, HGH, you name it. <laughs> Hell it it yeah. All. <laughs> um, it was a nice weekend. <laughs> so Floyd Landis got in trouble after he won the tour de france which i believe he he, he got probed because Lance Armstrong went after him um because of that floyd landis took it on the chin for 2 years and stayed quiet didn't rat anybody out didn't say a word at the end of his 2 years he was like hey can i come back and they're like ooh no 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 <laughs> yeah, sorry no, we, you're you're nuclear you know everybody's going to be looking into us if you come back like we, we just can't have it and he's like what the fuck he's like you know, I, I pretty oh. much took this on the chin and, you know, yeah. dealt with it for two Fucking years, Help me guys protected the brand. And now you guys are just selling me out. Like you, you're not going to help. Like yeah. pretty much his career was over. And he's like, all right, well, fuck it. I'm going to tell everybody about everything now. And that was Which, eventually what led to like, if Floyd Landis hadn't come forward and released all that stuff, we probably wouldn't know about no. uh, Lance Armstrong,
1: you know, doping and, and, and that- taking all the steroids and HGH and all that shit. That was kind of something that, like, I feel like everyone in like everyone just knew that like if you were a top bicycle rider, like you were just doping, like there like you just were. It just was crazy to me. It's like the Barry Bonds thing, where like Barry Bonds had already had a Hall of Fame career, then he was like, then he started using steroids and he became the greatest home run hitter of all time. Like I think Lance Armstrong was so fucking good at biking, and then you mixed in the doping. Cause like there was clips that I saw where like the person who like was in second place behind Lance Armstrong, like Lance Armstrong would like slow down to like talk shit to that guy and then just ride the fuck away from him. And like, it's like, Holy shit. Like you're significantly better than us. If everyone was doping, and but you still won and everyone was doping. I mean, I guess that kind of like levels the playing field.
0: Well, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, doping or not to complete the tour de France and to win consecutively over and over and over oh, again,
1: they like get stuck feet. Yeah. still nuts. But for
0: the guys that were, you know, way outside of the top 10 that were running the race, that weren't doping, that were legitimate. Like I understand where they're coming from, but the one thing I did take away from like a lot of the people they interviewed, they're were, they were, like all like, yeah, we were all pretty much fucking yeah. doing it. But then, and then a lot of the guys that they did interview also, they were still like, yeah, uh, Lance was doping. Yeah. Lance, you know, that's was cheating. Um, yeah. but they were still, you know, they still said that, you know, he was still a an athlete. And, yeah. Know, he was still really, were, really good. They still yeah. looked at it as those were deserved. Um, even though he was cheating. Um,
1: I think I, I, this, and this is just something that I kind of remember off the top of my head. Uh, I want to say the year Floyd Landis won, they, cause they keep those tests for like, they test those, like your tests, For like years afterwards, you know, because like, you know, our hopefully you don't have anything that can beat our tests. But I want to say like the year Floyd Landis won, they kept testing, and they like if they disqualified everyone, they got caught doping. Like the guy that got like fifty seventh place would have won the Tour de France. So it's like there's at least the top fifty right there that were doping. Like everyone, everyone was on something.
0: Well, and the the crazy thing about it is like everybody knows who Lance Armstrong is you know that's that's just a name that everybody knows yeah oh and yeah what's crazy is like once once all this stuff happened or whatever and and not to take away from anything that Lance did for like the cancer the live strong you know partnering with Nike and doing that because he he helped a lot like he did a lot of good yeah, things but like he did but he was a shitty person yeah. and I've, cheated also
1: yeah it'd be like it'd be like if hitler came back and cured aids it's like, it's like, thanks for curing AIDS. You're still a fucking cunt. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't think Lance is like, quite, have, quite like, on the Hitler you. scale, but I, I see <laughs> where you're going with that. Yeah, yeah. Potato, potato. <laughs> but it's like now, I couldn't
0: tell you who fucking won the Tour de France, nor do I care, you know? And I don't yeah. think anybody else does either. Like Lance put cycling on the map, and, yeah. and it's just crazy how much pull he had with like the cycling... Uh, association wherever the fuck it was yeah uh, because he was the guy he was the face of like the oh god cycle. yeah lance armstrong,
1: lance armstrong was fucking everywhere like everywhere lance armstrong was on that like tiger woods michael jordan like Derek jeter dale earnhardt like he was the face of that fucking of that stuff and he made people care about it yeah like mm-hmm. i know i know lance armstrong's accomplishments I couldn't tell you if the Tour de France – I couldn't tell you when it happens. Is it every year? Is it every fucking three years? I have no fucking clue. Is it in France? I don't know. Yeah, I have no fucking clue. <laughs> I was going say, is it called the Tour de France when it takes place in Berlin? I have, once again, no fucking idea. But Lance Armstrong made it what it was. And it, the fact that he just looks so fucking bad is just killer. It just sucks recycling. I'm sure cycling will still be popular with the fucking 80 fans, mostly French people I'm assuming. Bon nuit, Rides a bicycle. But uh like it it sucks that Lance Armstrong sucks so much. Like yeah. I and I do understand to like be like that alpha predator athlete, you do have to have that mindset of like yeah, everyone else fucking sucks. I'm the best. Like no no one can fucking touch me. And that's kind of what puts them into that realm. Like, no one will outwork me. Everyone else is a piece of shit. I mean, you saw you saw it during the last dance too that MJ Biscuit was like, Yeah, I'm a fucking psychopath. Yep. <laughs> and I it just sucks that you can't have one of those like top athletes who's just like, Yeah, I'm actually a pretty decent human. Cause they you just can't have that. You can't be like a a like a cool person and be like the top athlete because that they just do not m- fucking mesh yeah yeah
0: that was my boy yeah and i like I, like when they interviewed him he was like and it, like just when they showed like the the pictures of, of floyd like
1: obviously like when he was cycling he looked like a cyclist but when they interviewed him he just looked like a normal dude normal dude yeah that's what uh it's, it's so crazy though like I've seen the pictures of like the, the cyclists' legs after they do like the mountain runs in the Tour de France where they go like – they pedal up crazy mountains and they, they fly around. And it's like their legs are so vascular because they're pumping crazy amounts of other people's bloods through their system apparently. <laughs> but like it is nuts. Like those guys are freaks. And it's, it just sucks that you have to kind of – like you have to dope to be the best which I do not blame you. I firmly believe that most at most professional athletes are on something on a a level of steroid. Like, sorry, you don't like NFL NFL players. They're probably all on something. NBA players are probably all on something. Baseball players are probably all on something. Professional wrestlers. I think they do steroids. (laughs) I I don't want to, I don't want to ruin anything for anyone, but I think they do steroids. Yeah, I think Dwayne, the rock Johnson is on steroids. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, yeah, it's like probably you don't be 50 years old in that size.
0: I will, I will say, um, so we saw the video of the the Titan games thing with Joe Thomas when he won, I actually watched, there was attempting to watch the whole thing. Um, and it, it got bro- broke broken to for like news coverage of, of the ride yeah. and stuff, obviously. But, um, Joe Thomas was, like, when, when he finished the, like, the when he won or whatever, he came over and he was, like, he was pretty gassed, you know, from running the yeah. thing. And, like, The Rock came over and, like, he's, like, let me help you. He he's like, taking his helmet off for him or whatever. When Joe Thomas was standing next to The Rock, Joe Thomas is a, still a large motherfucker. Like, yeah. compared, like, him compared to The Rock, like, he, like, you know, assuming to, you know, the rock towering over everybody and they like, just looking massive compared see, to everyone yeah. but like him and joe, joe thomas were like, sim- like similar like similar i mean not as you know he wasn't as, as broad and as, yeah. as bulky as the bro- as the rock anymore but joe thomas is still a very fucking large man yeah. and now he's like fucking shredded
1: yeah freak athlete that it's always it's always crazy because i like i think they say the rock is like six five and I think like with like Hollywood inflation and shit like that, he's probably like six two, six three. Uh Joe Thomas is legit. I mean, combine measurements, uh, Joe Thomas is legit six fucking six, and probably like a built two sixty right now, like built, like absolute monster built.
0: Yeah, I watching him pull that. I don't know if it was like two hundred pounds or whatever it was, like this ball and chain thing, and just pull like throw it over his shoulder and drag it across the ring like yeah he's or he, when part of the competition when he's like going up and you have to like more or less pick up like this bag and it's yeah. like 200 pounds and and then walk it up an incline and he just grab yeah. that and then, and then there's like a portion where like he gets this spot where you have to like pull these like chain weight things off of this post yeah and Joe Thomas was going so fast that the announcer couldn't keep up to like each step of things that he was doing they were trying yeah. to explain what he was doing. And like, before they could explain how heavy, like, I guess these weights yeah. were like 120 pounds a piece and he was just picking them off, just toss them off the side. <laughs> like there yeah.
1: was nothing. It's like, yeah, for Joe Thomas it looks easy for a normal person. It would literally crush your spine. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, this is totally dumb, but like today I used a pallet jack to lift up 36 36- 36 five-gallon boxes, and I had to, like, pull them, like, six feet. And then there was, like, literally, like, a, I want to say a three-inch, like, hill I had to go up. I had to get three fucking runs at it. (laughs) Like, I finally got it up there, but it fucking took every ounce of energy I had. Joe Thomas would have literally just, like, pushed it with one arm. And I am not a tiny cat. And I had the legs pumping. Oh, dude, I was ready for war. (laughs) oh man but other than that uh
0: i got i got nothing else yeah that uh brings me to the end of my list as well um yeah i'll uh try to start prepping some stuff for this week um also looking into that uh dungeons and dragons thing um need to reach out to you and free Mm and And whoever our fourth is going to be and try to pin down a time was thinking about Sunday, but we'll see if that works out. I haven't reached out to the guy yeah. yet to try to figure, figure out when we can do that, but i um, looking yeah. forward to that.
1: Yeah. i was just say I'm, I'm very excited for that. I've been still, I've been addicted to uh, Oregon trail this entire time. And I feel like dungeons or dragons is going to be like advanced Oregon trail for me. Yeah. That'll translate well. Except I can keep trying to kill free. <laughs> righty Well but, uh stay safe out there folks. It's a crazy fucking world. Um you know, I I I'm not gonna get into it, but just stay safe. Yep. Protect you and yours and also protect other people you can't that don't have a voice. Exactly.
0: Yep. But
1: yeah, I guess that does it for uh, episode twenty. Episode 20 is in the books. Hugs and kisses on my cats and kittens. XOXO. Bye.
0: See ya.